Hey, hey, hey. What to do, what to do, what to do, my curious peeps. So happy that you are here. So happy that you are back. If this is your first time tuning into this podcast, I welcome you. I welcome you with open arms. I welcome you with a big old smile. I'm just so happy that you are here. If you're new to this podcast, this is a platform for me to have discussions with people that I love, with some friends, with family, just to talk about different topics that are relevant to my life. And I'm assuming and hoping that they're relevant to yours as well. So different weeks we're talking about different topics and kind of just picking them apart with my cool peeps. So I'm so happy that you are here to join in. If you haven't heard any of the other episodes yet, I would encourage you to take a listen at some point. I like podcasts because you can listen to them while you're like cleaning or while you're driving, when you're getting ready for bed. You know, it's just kind of nice to just turn it on and just listen to it in chunks or all at once or whatever you feel like doing. So I'm just so happy that you are here. As you know, today is not just any ordinary Sunday. Today is a special day. It's Mother's Day, (laughs) obviously. So happy Mother's Day to all the mamas out there doing your thing. We love you. Um, You know, your work can't be replaced. And we appreciate you totally and fully. I can say when I was like 15... I always thought, you know, by the time I'm 25, I'm going to be married. I'm going to probably be pregnant. I'm going to have, you know, preparation for a big old family. I wanted like five kids. Um, And I always said I wanted five kids because if I had five kids and it was me and my husband, we'd be able to fit in the minivan without having to like have a crazy big car. Um... (laughs) So I always said that. I'm like, yo, I'm going to be a mother by the time I'm like 25, 26. And that's just how my life is going to be. I am now 32. And that has not, (laughs) that has not been in God's plan for me. So um, I wanted to still talk about motherhood because I think motherhood is a gift. I think it's beautiful. I think that there are so many blessings in motherhood. I also think that there are so many surprises that people do not um, talk about or are aware of. So I definitely wanted to take this time to discuss motherhood and what better day to do it than today on Mother's Day. So I wanted to have a friend of mine who I call a sister. Um, my friend or I call her my sister so my sister Joy um I met Joy on the first day of orientation of grad school and we connected like we have lived together um we have supported each other through grad school um we are in the same profession so we have that career similarity as well um so you know we have Listen, (laughs) listen, the amount of tears that we have cried, the amount of tears that we have cried and held each other through, 
that's a top that's just another episode waiting to happen um but yeah so she is a lovely and beautiful mom and i wanted to have her on here so that we can kind of jump into motherhood and jump into everything that comes into that and that's included with that so without going any further please welcome my beautiful sister joy Hi. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm dandy. Good. It's a beautiful day. Yes. And it's a beautiful day because it's Mother's Day. Yes. Happy Mother's Day, sister. (laughs) Thank you, sis. So sweet. (laughs) (laughs) You are so welcome. How does it feel? feels good it feels good um yeah yeah, (laughs) this sounds like selfish but it feels like a day is not enough (laughs) to commemorate (laughs) all that moms do and I'm not true like because I want more but even like any mom it's like one day and a little craft (laughs) it's not enough (laughs) the little popsicle craft right oh my gosh uh but it's sweet and it's appreciated. Yeah. No, of course. It's yeah. deserved. And as you said, one day is just not enough. Yeah. Um, how have you guys <laughs> been doing in this whole COVID time? Oh, we are good. I honestly, I should not. So I won't complain. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my husband have been able to maintain employment at our hospital jobs good. and Yes. Basically, um, even though it's been like low patient mm-hmm. count or patient loads, I've been able to like go, you know, my regular days. So I'm thankful for that. Um, and my son, Oliver, he his daycare is associated like with the hospital. So they've maintained um, operations as okay. well, which is like a blessing and very rare because I think in our area, all other daycares have closed. Really? Yes. Isn't that crazy? That is cra- like it's okay. So it's like understandable, but it's it is kind of crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like even even the people at at um the hospital daycare, some of them didn't like haven't brought their kids in weeks. And I don't blame anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I just imagine. Maybe their jobs have been able to be transferred to the home or maybe they have like extended family that can keep the kids. Right. We don't really have that option. Right. So to daycare you go, right. little one. <laughs> bye-bye. Oh, bye-bye. Even on your in, day off. In my day talk, yes. <laughs> You'd be like, no, yep. mommy needs her time. Exactly. Exactly that. Yeah. It's like, you know what? I Let me... Let me let me save you, child. I don't want you to be at risk going to the grocery store. I don't want you to be at risk running these errands with mom. It's a it's a crazy world. Just stay safe at daycare. I'll be back at four. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Um, yeah, no. Yeah. And we've talked about this before with, like, parents who have to stay with their kids, you know, five days a week. And, right. you know, do, like, homework. Like, school-age children. I know. I can't I know. even imagine. I feel for them. 
yeah, no, I can't. And can you imagine that on top of like actually having your own workload, having your own Zoom meetings that no oh. one wants to attend oh. or like, you know, I don't know people's roles, but you know what I mean? Do mm-hmm. not even say the word Zoom. <laughs> I <laughs> I know you, how you feel about that. You know personally. <laughs> if someone, yeah. if one more person says, guys, could we just hop on the Zoom? one more time i will be like no no more to explode so funny because it's like we talked about the fact that there's no pressing obligation it's not like i gotta go i gotta go and walk my dog i gotta go and x y or z you just you just hate it just just because it's annoying yeah yeah like i'm sitting on these meetings Uh and it's just like i i have no excuse I have no excuse, you know, like other people have like dogs and stuff. I literally have no excuse. I don't blame you, though. I'm not a fan either. No, no. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, I am so happy that you're on this episode to talk about all things motherhood, even though we can squeeze it into an episode. (laughs) No. Yes, exactly. Um, So I want to take it back to um, when you first found out, well, Oliver now, your son is two, Mm -hmm. almost two and a half. Two and a half. So I want to take it back to when you first found out that you were pregnant. So from my perspective, I remember when... um, you told me that you were pregnant. It was in the, it was in the evening. I was in Connecticut. I was coming home from the gym. It was like 8.45 p.m. And you called me and you were just like, sis. And I was like, what? Like, I just, I just felt. <laughs> you knew energy. something was up. Yeah. And yeah. you were just like, I think I'm with child. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I was just like, like the second person I called, like I called my mom and then I think I called you like right away thereafter. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. This, I cannot. Yeah. This. Yeah. And as soon as you told me, I like erupted into this big ball of like enthusiasm. I was so excited. I was like, Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes, you're having a baby you're having a baby like I was just going crazy in my car so excited yeah and I realized that as I was excited um your energy did not match my excitement at all <laughs> no not at, at all. all not I at all at like 100 and you were at like seven six like exactly (laughs) I just can't even forget that like I was just so hype I was so like oh my gosh and then it's just so weird because like through the gaps of what I was saying you were just silent you were just like or yeah you were kind of just like yeah yeah right (laughs) yeah exactly I'm pregnant Uh, yeah um so if you want to just tell the peeps like what happened that made that reaction that way like what was the background for that story is that um Bedell and I my husband and I had been married for about eight months um you know 
from the time we discovered of the like the pregnancy right for some people that would have been like hey no problem my goodness this is amazing this is what we planned but we actually did not plan it that way we had hoped and kind of were on like had an agreement that we would like wait at least three years Mm -hmm. into the to start um, trying for kids and I had just graduated from um, with my grad school program just got my first job we were living in a new state far from family so it just did not feel like great timing for a baby right Um, and then like reading up on um, you know babies that are conceived with an IUD it's like oh no is this going to result in a miscarriage or complications like this can't be good right yeah yeah um yeah like I remember just feeling after that like after understanding that and understanding where you came from it was like an adjustment and it's it's interesting that you actually say that too because I think a lot of times so (laughs) it goes both ways right like I'm sure you were in a pretty sticky emotional place too because some women struggle to get pregnant exactly exactly here you are like the blessing of pregnancy has fallen upon you and you didn't ask for it so it's kind of like am I feeling um ungrateful am I feeling like you know Exactly, exactly, Lachelle. And I'm glad you said that. Like, I worked closely with um, someone at that time who had dealt with infertility. And like, I've had friends who have struggled with it and things like that. So it's like, Joy, don't be ungrateful. Do not be ungrateful. But it is like my, my thoughts too were valid. It's like, hey, your life just started in a way and this is not what you planned and things have historically kind of gone by the book and here comes this life change you know Mm -hmm. what I mean Mm -hmm. so it's like validating those feelings that I had but Mm -hmm. also trying to just be grateful like you said Mm -hmm. and that's actually a good point too like you just mentioned here comes this life change it's easy for us to plan everything by the book and then all of a sudden a pregnancy will pop up and it's like whoa like I did not plan this financially emotionally um physically you know what I mean yeah exactly exactly that and it's funny because I now like come to realize that that's how lots of babies are conceived Mm -hmm. you know lots babies weren't planned um lots of babies were conceived you know even though the mother was on some form of contraceptive yeah or you know one thing or another love children appear you know and think like after obviously after a while it's nothing that's talked about it's just right. hey this person is here they exist right but you know we'd, we'd be surprised to know like hey many of us weren't planned right exactly <laughs> yeah we're desired <laughs> or desired right exactly. that sounds terrible oh my god I know <laughs> I mean goodness though let's think honestly like just yeah. to get a little deep here that's right. like kind of Jesus like I mean right. different different situation obviously but it's like <laughs> I'm sure that was not Mary's plan <laughs> This is true. This is true. Yeah. She she didn't plan it. Like she no. didn't plan that. No. Um, she wasn't having sex. Exactly. Oh, I'd be so upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so your 
your mentality going into pregnancy was like, what the heck? Like, I did not plan for this. I don't know how, like, what, what was that process like? How did you transition or did you transition throughout your pregnancy from being in a place of what is happening? This was not planned to I'm excited for this child. Yeah. Good question. It took a while. It mm-hmm. took a while. And, you know, I'm thankful for people like you and people who were in my inner circle who were able to get excited about it. Yeah. Um, because, like, that is positive energy. And, like, my family, my mom would say, basically, start speaking to this child from now. You know, yeah. let them know they're wanted, that they yeah. are loved, that, you know, just basically sending those positive messages, even without words. Right. Um, and so, interestingly enough, though, especially in the beginning, I felt embarrassed. And mm. it's like, you sh- I shouldn't have felt embarrassed. Right. Um, but I just felt like, um, I just got this job. I just graduated. I just got married what is this going to look like? I mean, and it, it, like, why should it even matter? We were within the confines of our marriage. We were living our life. It's, it should be nobody's business, regardless of when I got pregnant before marriage, after marriage, like, don't be, you know, it shouldn't be anybody's business. Right. But I did have that in, in the back of my mind. And do you remember Lachelle, like shortly after we got pregnant, we went on that trip to New York with friends and um, we told some of like the friend group and like one of our well-intentioned friends, he's, a very sweet person and he never means ill he was like he, we told the group and he's like man y'all messed up y'all messed up you sh-. and I was so sensitive about it and of course he didn't know I was sensitive about yeah. it but I just like couldn't even hold in my tears and I just like started crying and I had to excuse myself oh I remember that <laughs> like he didn't mean harm he didn't mean like, it mean it it was just like choice of words choice of words yeah I was just very sensitive about it if if it had been another day or time I'd be like shut up man you know maybe when you're ready or whatever but yeah Yeah. no that Mm -hmm. that I do remember that and you know obviously like hormones are all like out of whack so that plus you know you're already going into it kind of uh you know shocked yeah so it (laughs) all adds up yeah um what was the birthing process like like yeah was it anything you expected was it completely different were you like this is the worst pain I've ever felt like what was that for you yeah um I felt pretty well prepared we had gone to birthing classes prior Mm -hmm. and you know just like spent the evenings watching YouTube videos of birth processes and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so I kind of felt um like I knew what to expect the pain was intense um but here's the irony of it like and this is the pain that almost any of us go through in life, you can't ever access that same pain again. You know, Mm -hmm. I can't ever, I can't describe that pain because I can't channel that pain anymore. You know what I mean? I know it was intense. I know it was like, I had like back labor, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. And so I felt everything in my back um, Mm -hmm. because the baby was like sunny side up or whatever the wrong face way up or whatever. Um, But you know, it's like, I know it hurt, but I, it's like God erases the memory of like the, the intense memory of the pain for a reason. Otherwise, no woman would do it again. Legit, I've heard yeah. that exact same thing from other mothers that they're just <laughs> like, I, I couldn't even tell you 
what the pain was like it's literally like it's erased from your memory yes yeah that's wild it is it is that, that is so wild <laughs> that is like because people can like explain cramps right like yeah. cramps are like a wrenching in your tummy or whatever or some other like back pain but when it comes to when you ask someone like what the pain was like giving birth they're like honestly I can't even explain exactly I mean I know it was bad enough to where I deserted my birth plan of like Mm -hmm. no meds yeah um and I ended up getting like an epidural at like eight centimeters um which you're supposed to but I'm thankful that they gave it right and (laughs) the baby obviously he came healthy and you know it was it was a good delivery has things going it wasn't even a long time yeah so you know yeah how was it like coming home like now you have a a new baby you know what I mean and it's just Mm -hmm. like what does that look like what about like postpartum depression do you think that it's real did it happen with you like what was that transition like Right. So it's a crazy transition. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, even from the hospital room, um, mm-hmm. like the first night that you're with the baby, I remember my mom stayed with me that night, but Dell went to the house so he could rest and he w- they would switch off, switch off. And yeah. I was just, I was just complaining to my mom. I'm like, I didn't sleep at all. Mm-hmm. And she's like, joy you you were sleeping like in between like but it's like my brain didn't register because that's like the first time ever I think that I had no no sustained rest right and that is like the biggest transition you know I cannot like that is painful it's painful to like be awakened in your REM cycles and Mm -hmm. you're just like startled and you know trying to figure out feed a baby and you barely know how to breastfeed or oh my baby or can't find your glasses to even turn the light on or you know yeah. it's like oh my goodness, what is going on yeah and so coming home was just more of that um obviously super exciting but I it was just it's like a fog you're in a fog mm. in survival mode for a while mm-hmm. and um the brunt of parenting falls on the mother in the mm-hmm. early early stages of infancy especially if a mother does choose to breastfeed it's like you are this child's sustenance man yes yes and um so I don't feel that I I was never diagnosed with postpartum depression um and I don't think I necessarily had it I would say I had baby blues whatever that means I just would like cry at the drop of a hat yeah um yeah yeah like I've heard of of that that. people um when they cry at the drop of the hat and sometimes I've heard that like people new moms will look at their baby and literally be kind of confused as to like what do I do with this child like I it's an immense responsibility that that I've heard is like so overwhelming that you almost feel like shutting down and just being like I can't do this yes it's it's extremely overwhelming Mm -hmm. um and like I'm so thankful that I had my mom with me in those early Mm -hmm. days and Bedell as well like they I mean had it not been for them like I I don't know if we either myself or Oliver would have survived like just yeah keep us keep me sane um 
letting me nap when I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember sometimes waking up and it happened a couple times waking up and just in a panic, like, where's the baby? Where's the baby? Actually literally going to another room to look for the baby because yeah. I was convinced that I like smothered the baby in my oh bed. My he was not sleeping in the bed. Right. You know, and like full blown sweat and everything. Oh my so God. Those kind of weirdo things. Like that's mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> like yeah. going on. Yeah. And I'm sure like your husband, like Bedell was just kind of like, uh <laughs> right oh yeah for sure for sure my mom too like did not know how to handle like how my yeah how I was dealing with things mm-hmm. yeah um and speaking about Madonna, like how do you how do you um split that time as a as someone who just had a baby right how was that splitting time between your newborn and your husband like how how was that transition for you yeah so it really there wasn't like no splitting of time yeah like all hands on deck are were dedicated like to the baby yeah. or I mean some hands on deck were, were dedicated to me to be honest like right. even for example Michelle like breastfeeding at first mm-hmm. it was it was that was hard and so like it would literally be me and I'm like, you know, okay, but Del, I need the fan. I need water. Mom, I need you to pick the boppy over here, over here. And so I can hold the baby, like six hands to try to feed this yeah. baby. So, okay, just like that gives you perspective, like no attention is going yeah. towards Del. <laughs> like, we're not thinking about doing the do or yeah. I'm not thinking about it, you know, like, no, like I'm just, I, I can't even think. Right. So, that and was what did they say? like typically like six weeks after yes exactly like for the healing process quote unquote yeah. and yeah. I, I have heard even like personally like some women are so ready for that like they're not even waiting for that six week mark they're like i'm back in the saddle um, and others are more like myself where it's like yeah let's ease into it yeah. um breasts are now not a sexual you know like turn on well definitely not for me and probably not for you because they're leaking breast milk like that's not sexy (laughs) (laughs) I don't feel sexy even if you think it's sexy you know what I mean right yeah right and that's the thing too right like because in order to get back into that sexual life yeah you kind of have to feel a little bit sexy like you have you to do. feel back to yourself you do. um so like were there any things that you did to treat yourself after having a baby to kind of get you back into that right so my my daily fix was taking a shower and that sounds yeah. like simple and like well duh you should shower and yes you should but like mm-hmm. that can be like showers can become like elusive like yeah. or just like a very quick one but right. I would still like that was my treat um mm-hmm. and that would make me feel human again usually yes um yes. and then like outside of that um it wasn't like a a common thing but like getting my hair done or getting a mm-hmm. pedicure mm-hmm. those always make me feel a little bit more like oh I feel pretty you know yeah. and I look pretty. Yeah. so yeah. that that was like a, a nice pick-me-up that could help yeah. me feel more like myself yeah and then going into like now you know um he's a little bit older how yeah. do you 
how do you tap into yourself as like joy like I need to I need to work on the inner side of me like what kind of things do you do to help self-care to give you self-love and things like that right I am an introvert and I'm recognizing and like hearing from other parents that that doesn't change even when you have children yeah I'm alone is really I enjoy it I appreciate it and it helps to recharge me so that when I am with my son or with my husband or whomever I can be on and present so I seek those alone times whether that even if Oliver's home and Bedell can give me a nap for an hour and a half and I can mm-hmm. charge. I love that. Mm. Like, like we joked about, I will take the baby to daycare, even on my days off, even of if it's not the full day. Like I need some time just to quietly yeah. do groceries or quietly clean or do laundry. And I know yeah. not everyone has that luxury. Like, Oh my goodness, how blessed am I? And it wasn't yeah. always like that. I had my periods where I stayed at home with him full time. I had a, a time where I was working full time. You know, I've had like different Mm -hmm. setups of how it worked and everything but I'm thankful for this time where I am able to be myself by myself um, yeah for and and like times where you and I get to connect I mean it's rare but like those are always the biggest treat and I recognize like (laughs) and you tell me like what it's like having a friend who has a kid but I'm like for Lachelle she has friends who are like having so much fun and they have fun and they go out and they do this and then when we're together it's like I'm probably her most boring friend but no, I don't, don't even dare say that okay because last time we had a lot of fun in Atlanta when oh we went gosh, to go to sexy oh <laughs> my gosh that sexy class it was the art of we went to a class everyone oh to this gosh. art of seduction class um Needless to say, we did not we did not stay no at this class. No. Um, we went with we- our sneakers, our <laughs> tights, modest, while we pull up to like a weed house and we in there with the the music blaring, everybody got on their fishnets and their yes. heels. That's like oh, yes. oh, 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 oh. Yes. No, we were like, oh, this is not for us. No. <laughs> <laughs> So then we left and we went to OLG. Yeah. And we just had a good time there. And we did. We did. <laughs> <laughs> but our motive was right. We wanted to kind yeah. of get our sexy on. Yeah. And, you know, it was just too, it was just too much. Too much, yeah. Too much. Yeah. Like, yeah, too much. Um, yeah, but I I like how you know you say getting time to yourself is mm-hmm. that self-care. Because mm-hmm. then you're you're aware of like who you are you know you're not trying to just go 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 and not trying to just say like oh I'm off today therefore Oliver needs to be with me yeah it's kind of just like no I need my time yeah I need my time and I need to because if you are good with yourself then you're able to be um like present as you said for your husband and for your child yeah and I think that that is really really important yeah so let me ask you a question um like how did you how did you feel or how do you feel with like your friends or close friends or family members having babies like what is it like like observing and like watching that process so I think like you know as a single person when you see 
someone who like gets married or see someone who um, has a baby, you obviously celebrate them. And like, I genuinely celebrate my friends when, you know, they find love or they are married or they have kids, but I would be lying if I said that I didn't sometimes just think like, huh, interesting. Like I'm still here, you know? Um, (laughs) So I think that that thought like obviously crosses my mind. Thank God it doesn't, um put me in a place where it's just like I hate my life no, you know what yeah, I mean good. um no yeah not at all but I think I see um that children in particular they're a lot of work mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. a lot of work um there's never a time where you could wake up and you can say like ah I'm not going to mom today like I'm just not yeah. gonna do it you know what I mean right. um, it's just it's just not an option um you have to kind of just be on your toes you have to um be ready to go and I remember when I used to babysit twins in Connecticut yeah and man I remember I I'll never forget that one time I brought a book to read yeah um while I babysat them because I'm just like I'm just gonna like leisurely (laughs) read on the couch while they (laughs) do their thing right right Oh my god! I know. No. No. Like kids, yeah. You need to just be attentive. Yeah. You need to make sure that they're not gonna hurt themselves. Right. You need to always like. And then the thing is, is like, you feed them, right? And they don't eat all the food. But right. it's like, do I throw this out? Do I keep it? Do I warm it up? And it's like now yeah. this mushy thing next. I like, still it, wonder it, that myself. You know, <laughs> like it doesn't become more clear. It's crazy. Yeah. So it's just like afterwards, you know, you had mentioned that you're an introvert. You like quiet. You know, I think that I'm more of an extrovert. Everyone else would just say you're an extrovert, whatever. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I'm an extrovert. And it's just like, even when I put the kids to sleep, I just need quiet. Yeah. For real. For real. For real. I just, I just need to sit. I need to compose myself. And I need to just like be still. Yeah. Because kids have you running all over the place. Exactly. Um, and doing nothing, but yet it's so consuming, all consuming. You know what I mean? It's not like you, well, for me at least, it's not like you look back on a day, oh my goodness, we did painting, we did biking, we did park. No, it's like it this, could just be draining sitting at home for the afternoon. That's it. Yeah, that's it. You Mm -hmm. look back and you're just like, what just happened? Right. Like there's evidence as I see the toys everywhere. There's evidence that there were (laughs) beings here. Yeah. But what exactly just happened? I know. I know. (laughs) That's how Um, it feels. Yeah. So like, you know, I, I see that it's a lot of work, but I also do see through observing you, observing other friends, that there is so much beauty in motherhood. There's so many like milestones that you see. There's so many things that that happen that you're witness to. Um, So I guess my question to you is like, what are those things that Oliver does that just warms your heart and just puts a smile on your face? Yeah, I love that question. Um, there are several things. Like, mm-hmm. I love my boy. He is he crazy, but I love him to death. Like, he's amazing. Yeah. Um, I love it when at the end of a day, when I pick him up from daycare, 
um, he will run to me. He'll literally drop whatever is in his hand, run to me, serious, full force, mommy, and give me the biggest hug. It's like so amazing. And then, of course, I tell him, please put put it away. You know, whatever. (laughs) Um, But he'll like do the same thing even when I take a nap at home and I come back to the living room. And Mm. it's like he didn't see me for only an hour. And he's like, he thinks it's the coolest thing. Mommy! Oh. So it's like, oh, he loves me. You know, and yeah. that's like so sweet, especially when, let's say, for example, it wasn't a good morning or I left, you know, to take a nap, not in the best of moods. It's like, I'm frustrated. I'm feeling impatient. I wasn't a good mom. But he yeah. just greets me with that same love, which is yeah. awesome. um Also, I love that he like, and this kind of brings me to another point. Like, I, I am helping make his inner voice and like Mm. inner voice in like how does he talk to himself how does he see the world does he see people as good people bad people like um how does he think like what's his confidence level what's his esteem and so Mm. when I hear him um say positive things to me or about himself or whatever like I'm like this is good this makes me feel like I'm not all bad yeah Um, say you did good job mommy if I do you know do something or yes the other day he's like I'm so proud of you for take a shower (laughs) thanks baby or you've been stinking exactly exactly like okay babe I do shower every day but thank you baby (laughs) um and like his I'll be wearing a house dress and he's like you're so Mm. pretty mommy I'm like oh you're the sweetest baby I just love so he's yeah, a sweet boy. That's awesome. And even when you're yeah. talking about like pouring into him and um, pouring mm-hmm. that self esteem and that positivity in him, I can't help but think about your mom and how awesome, yeah. like how your mom is like an angel. Like I'm telling you, everyone, <laughs> Joy yeah. is like Thank you. an angel. Like she pours <laughs> into people she she pour she yeah. has poured over me she has like you know prayed for me yeah. she has been a second mother you know um so yeah you yeah. know she and I hear how she talks about you her little lammy and how she like <laughs> yeah how she you know encourages you and she's very she's very um calm but fierce in the midst of a storm you know what I mean um and do you feel like as you talk to Oliver do you feel like you kind of channel her or you're trying to emulate her what is that like yeah good question and thank you for saying those sweet things on her behalf I'm thanking you just because I'm her daughter (laughs) Um, so yeah, you're absolutely right. Those are very big shoes to fill. And I I cannot even claim that I fill them. Yeah. I, I do not. And like, I, I thought, Lachelle, like, oh my goodness, you know, because I had this loving mother, I'm going to be a loving mother too. And I'm not saying that I'm not a loving mother. I do say that I am a loving mother, but I don't feel like I measure up mm-hmm. in many ways mm-hmm. to her. And so obviously I do channel her because she helped. I mean, she is the matter of me. I am the matter of her. Like, like she's ingrained in me. So just inherently he's going to get some of that. Right. But it's like, I'm not like, 
I, I feel like I don't right. measure up. And, but I have to recognize that, you know, my mom was actually in a different part of her journey when she mm-hmm. had her kids. She was much older than I was probably like, she was in her mid thirties when yeah. I was born. She was established. She was able to stay at home during the, like those years. She stayed at home for like 10 years straight or whatever it was. Um, and just able, like she homeschooled us. She was just able to be fully present. But another factor is that she had like a really big support system yeah. where we were. Um, like relatives and very close friends with other kids our age. Like a little village, basically. So there's so many factors to what contributed to my Mm -hmm. upbringing. Um, And I feel bad that I can't replicate that Mm -hmm. for Oliver um, because I, I do feel like I had a great upbringing and I loved my mom. I mean, even though I was hateful Mm -hmm. towards her, but (laughs) I was like in a difficult child. Yes. I would write journal entries when I was like able to, to say, I hate mommy, just hateful. Yes. Hateful. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Even before I could talk, like, and my brother, who's like a, a year and a half older than I am, he was a sweet little darling, like yeah. perfect kid. So she get him and then she got me. Um, and I was not mm-hmm. easy. I was not easy. I was not loving. I was not developing at the same rate mm-hmm. that my brother was. So she's, you know, having a complex about what on earth you know and like feeling like this is how she tells it to me like having doubts about like what's going on like does this child have some issues or you know things like that but said that god made it click for her like no this child understands you even though she's not talking this child you just you gotta tap into your god-given right as mother and instruct her and help her and that's exactly what she did even though it was not easy And I think, yeah. you know, we've had this conversation before of understanding the differences in the journey, right? So, like, yeah. even, like yeah. you were just saying, like, your mom had a totally different um, experience in raising you right. um, and your brother. So, it's just, like, understanding that, you know, yeah, she's inherently, you're inherently going to pass on some of those characteristics to your son um but realizing that listen this is a totally different journey than what your mom went through absolutely Um, because her situation was much different than your situation absolutely and like even as much as I loved my upbringing and I like I think my mom like I think the world of her and no one could ever like speak negatively about her in my in my you know like area but it's like even as much as all of that is true, like I actually don't want yeah. her journey. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is this right. is now mine. This is right. this is my thing, my you know, experience right. with Oliver, and I I just have to accept that. And Lord, you know, make me okay and give me what I need exactly. for my journey. And exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. What would you say to a woman out there who, um. Or actually, let me ask you this. What would you say to someone who is single, like myself, and is thinking Mm -hmm. about, you know, kids, and it's just like, oh my gosh, like, they're a dream come true. Like, what? (laughs) Right. 
what do you what do you say to like encourage us as single women in regards to motherhood and what it takes to be a mother and all that stuff yeah oh man I and I've been so candid with you and I'm thankful for that and I hope it hasn't been detrimental to you in any way (laughs) but it's like you know I I honestly believe that um you know life can be complete without a child Mm -hmm. um I you know so if somebody's feeling like I'm not gonna be a real woman until and unless Mm -hmm. I have a child until and unless Mm -hmm. I get married I will oh no you're wrong I mean (laughs) uh you know it's like you know some people say I can't imagine my life without a kid my kids they're my everything and uh, that's true but I can I can imagine my life without one I I just imagine you know waking up at nine o'clock on a Sabbath or eating my dinner without uh, interruption or or whatever it may be and I'm not saying that I I want to trade him I'm not saying that I'm just saying like you know what I mean it's like like, I think like when we go to when we go away together and it's just like this is a nice little break it is it is and so it's it's easy for me to say you know it life is life can be complete without a child um it may be more valuable to get the perspective of a woman in her sixties mm-hmm. or seventies. And maybe that person would say, I feel my life yeah. was not full or I do. Yeah. My life was full. You know, I feel like I'm not the greatest to give that perspective of what it looks like not having kids. I can yeah. only now say, you know what I mean? Um, but I genuinely believe that being a mother doesn't make anybody more of a woman or or less of a woman you know and you know I think that that's a really good point that you know if there's anyone that feels like I don't know if I'm called to be a mother you know I don't know if right that's in my cards or whatever it's just kind of like you you can still have a complete life you know there's still other avenues there's nieces and nephews there's like foster children yeah you know there's different ways that you can still give to the younger generation um so I'm really I I like that point that that doesn't make you complete as a as a woman um right what would you say to the new mother who is struggling the Mm -hmm. new mother who is kind of just like I'm tired I am crying I don't know what to do like I, I no one can say anything right now that's really comforting me um what do you say to that yeah. that woman I love this and like if there is um there's several positive things that have come out of motherhood but I do love the connect connection just instant connection and understanding that I now have yeah. with other moms um and like I would just say I love to encourage other mothers and and to just find you know something that they're doing good and like compliment them on that encourage Mm -hmm. them in that but as a blanket statement I would just let them know like hey you Mm -hmm. are enough you're you are enough for your baby and you know this is and I am a woman of faith but this is a divine appointment this is a holy holy pairing that God chose you to be mother Mm. of this child 
and it's not a mistake. Um, even if it does, even if it feels like I got the wrong child, I can't do this. Yeah. It's not a mistake. It is, you know, it's a divine yeah. appointment and just continue regardless of if you have everything, if you make organic, um, you know, of baby food, if you've done formula or breast milk, whatever yeah. this or that, you are enough pour love yeah. into your child and what does that look like that looks like holding the yeah. child when you can telling them you love them giving mm-hmm. them hugs and kisses that's nothing that's nothing that any mm-hmm. of us can't do um you know and just trying your best none of us wake up and say i'm gonna be the the most mediocre <laughs> mom that anybody's ever seen None of we all try to put our best foot forward, and that looks different on various mm-hmm. days. You had three hours of sleep last night; it may mm-hmm. not look as great. Yeah. That's okay. If you just keep the baby alive, keep yourself alive, you yeah. are doing great. Yeah. That's that's yeah. awesome. Um, did you feel like you had people pour into you when you were going through that time? Um, did you feel like people were? encouraging you correctly were people saying things that you didn't you know vibe with what was that like um I am so fortunate like and my mom is she was with me for about at least two almost two weeks and that was super important um but even beyond that like I did have friends and family to pour into me and to validate how I was feeling the things that would frustrate me as a new parent would, would just be anybody oh, this sounds ignorant but giving their two cents mm. uninvited you know like somebody was kind of pushing me to do formula when I, that was not my decision and basically saying the baby needs it but it's like how you and I'm not talking about yeah. a doctor I'm yeah. talking about like, like um or yeah. Or, yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. yeah or like even fast forward a little bit like oh, he, you know, um, he should be eating food. Well, we're going to go by the doctor's mm-hmm. recommendations that we need to wait until X amount of months. So yeah. just things like that, that could rub me the wrong way. It's like, I'm going to do the best for my baby as I know how, yeah. and as I'm reading yeah. and being educated, yeah. just because that worked for you. Just right. thank you. Uh, but right. let's keep pushing. So you know, you just have to filter it. And also I just have to remind myself, no one is ill intention right. in this yeah. matter. You know? yeah. So, yeah. Everyone is literally just trying to do things just like relationships, just like when you change jobs, just when you do your life, like everyone will have an opinion and you just have to have, be at peace exactly. that, you know what, this is what I'm doing. That's best for me. Um, exactly. You yeah. Got it right. So as we close, I want to ask you, What is your favorite part of being a mother? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, There are many favorites, kind of. (laughs) But the thing that takes the cake is probably uh, putting him to bed at night. it's awesome it's awesome yeah you like walk away from the crib like this is awesome oh yeah yeah oh for sure and especially knowing that morning come quickly man it's coming it's coming my child wakes up at 5 30 a.m every day okay and this is graduation from him waking up at 4 30 every day for over a year to be up and the thing is with kids when they wake up it's not like us, like when you wake up and you just kind of lay in bed. You ease you loud, into the day. No. They come in. And don't you say all no. of it like burst the door open? 
Yes, because he's in a toddler bed. This boy will open up his door, open up our door. Hi! <laughs> what? <laughs> and, like, I try to talk to him to be like, hey, it's still night-night time. <laughs> still the night-night sun night isn't up yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I know down there, We're the working sun is trying, like, coming up at 530. So it's just no not even yet not even that's like my justification to be like let's not talk until the sun comes up (laughs) i find it so funny because with living with you for the few years that we did i know you love your sleep girl girl oh girl girl so this whole change is crazy (laughs) it's crazy to me oh yeah Oh yeah, it's nuts. But I'm adjusting. I've adjusted and I'm continuing to adjust. And that's like that's probably my superpower yes. in this. Like, yes. okay. You you're you're all right. Doesn't have to be eight hours. It's right. okay if it's right. not. Oh my gosh. Well, it has been so much fun talking to you about this. It's so oh, hard yes. to put Thank you. in such a little nutshell. But um I'm so glad you got to share and so happy that we had this time together. Thank you. Me too. And I just want to say, well, first of all, I'm so proud of you doing this podcast thing and like all the content has been great. I've been like listening since day one. And second of all, just want to thank you for being like an awesome support system from the jump, like obviously conception, like you've been there from, from get, but like definitely with the motherhood journey, you know, and yeah, you just haven't shied away from being a supportive friend in any, every way possible. So thank you. Absolute pleasure. I love you, sister. (laughs) Love you too. So we'll talk soon. Okay. All righty. Bye. That was so great that I am, I love Joy. I love how she mothers Oliver. I just love talking about motherhood. I just think that there's so much beauty that comes in motherhood. There are so many things that, um, you know, we get surprised on when we learn about it in motherhood. Um, but at the end of the day, it is such a blessing. I love how she calls it a divine appointment when you are someone's mother. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed that conversation. I really hope you guys did too. Um, One thing that I took away from that that I really loved is as a mom, you have that beautiful responsibility of pouring into how a child views themselves. Yes, they will be um, influenced by external factors and people they meet but you get to kind of lay that foundation of how do I want you to view the world how do I want you to see people how do I want you to love how do I want you to um, just get through life and I think that when you think about the power in that being a parent is just such a blessing because you get to lay that foundation Ugh. So nice, so nice. And for us who do not have children yet, um, 
or for others who may decide that they will not have children, that's fine too. It's about pouring into that younger generation, um, even if it's through relatives or through church family or just young people that we come across with every day. Giving your knowledge, pouring into them, I think is just such a great um, opportunity that we all are blessed with. So I want to wish all the mamas out there again, happy Mother's Day. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for everything that you do. If you're not following My Curious Life on Instagram, you can find it at at mycuriouslife underscore podcast. Send me a text, DM me, put a little comment. Let me know your thoughts. I'm looking forward to hearing them. Alrighty, talk to you soon. Bye.